Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm Larry Roberts, and this is another episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Hey, you could be larger than life, bigger than the world, living out the hopes and dreams of every boy and every girl. That's what amazes me about this platform is, you know, so many people are used to long-form content being necessary to generate drama, but creatives like yourself can do it in seconds. And that is, I think, one of the things that I struggle with the most. I think I'm a pretty creative guy. You know, I, I try to be, you know, but mm-hmm. I still still struggle there with, with the videos. with Because I, I got all the cool apps, I think. I, I downloaded, uh, let's see, what did, what did I get? I got uh, Photo Fox, I think, is what I got. Let's see. Because this is from, maybe I'm using the wrong stuff. Hang on just two seconds. Let me get in my phone here. I got uh, OK Video and Photo Fox. Do you use either one of those? I don't. A lot of the majority, uh, give you guys a little t- insider. Yes. Insider fact there. Uh, a lot of my videos I edit with is um, Video Star. Okay. Video Star. Now, is that what you record them with as well? Is it all in, in, in one? No. What I do is I record it with the audio because it's a lot easier because, like, if I have to cut it or anything uh-huh. or transitions, it's always easier for me to um, record it on TikTok. And then I'll just try to screen record it. From when I have it in my drafts, when it's finished, I'll screen record it from drafts and then I'll send it to a different app and edit it from there. See, now that is a totally different approach than what Jonathan used. Not saying it's wrong. Obviously, it's not wrong. You're a phenomenal TikToker. I'm just I'm saying that so that my audience, when they hear this episode, understand that just because on a previous episode, I recommended those two apps doesn't mean you're stuck using those two apps. There are so many different ways to go about doing this. When did you start TikTok? I started TikTok about the same time I um, I got out of high school, about in 2018. Okay, so were you on Vine before? I wasn't. I was a huge Vine fan, though. I had a good time watching those, but the six seconds, mm-hmm. that just blew my mind. So I, kn- I know now we have, what, you can do like up to 60 seconds on TikTok? Yeah, you can do up to 60 seconds. The average I think people always do is they stick to the 15. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems to be. Very rarely have I seen one that goes longer than that, except for... Because as I <laughs> as I mentioned before, when I started familiarizing myself with TikTok, I didn't know how to search the platform. I didn't know how to look for trends or challenges or anything along those lines. And I just looked at whatever came up and I would get a ton for some reason. This is from the first time I logged on and I'm not into this craft work, but woodworking was huge. I've never whittled wood in my life, but all I could find on TikTok was woodworking videos. And uh, and paint splatter art, where they take a bucket of paint and they poke a hole in the bottom, and then they'd have it hanging from a rope and spin it in circles and let oh, it yeah. paint. It's cool, but I mean, it's the same video. You know, it's different people doing the exact same thing. So I was like, this platform is—I don't know what's going on. This is terrible. <laughs> but now I'm starting to find other performers and content creators. Yeah, yeah, be like content creators. Okay, cool. So yeah, now I know how to find content creators that appeal to me, that really catch my eye, that really make me go, hey, I need to get on top of the ball here. So have you heard where TikTok is extending its platform or have you noticed that TikTok is extending its reach to a little bit older demographic? I noticed uh, when I first started, when I first started, it was Musical.ly. Right, right. The whole thing, the whole platform was basically teens to like, maybe 25. Mm-hmm. It was very young creators on there. And it was kind of like the same type style videos. 
where they would just simply lip, lip sync the video or do some transition stuff. But now ever since the transition from TikTok, I, I have noticed that there's a huge variety of people that are from uh, my age to a lot older audience to even some that are younger. That's okay. You can say mid forties. That's fine. I won't take offense. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it's just, it's just everywhere now. And then I love it. It's a good variety because you can see all the people's different ideas, you know? Right, exactly. You don't have to be young to be funny or creative. Exactly. And it's just like uh, Chris Olson, the very first guy that I had on that I mentioned. All of his videos have to do with with money or uh, or like the dollar bill. I think he's money talks, money X talks, and he animates because he's he's got an animation degree. So maybe his is a little higher skill set than maybe some that you don't have to have that Mm skill set to have a, a very successful channel. But he animates like uh, George Washington on the dollar bill talking and all of his I, revolve around that somehow. And they're 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 hilarious and they're just fun to watch. But I see someone like yourself and I'm looking at your I've got TikTok pulled up over here. Five hundred twenty eight thousand followers. Half a million people watch your videos on the reg. So it, has that translated to anything monetarily for you? And are you looking to monetize or do you have sponsors that reach out? How do you, how, what does that 528,000 people do for you besides go, Hey, <laughs> pretty popular. It may, yeah. It makes me feel pretty good. I'm like, wow, people like the stuff I'm making. Yeah, for real. So, it's a bit of a confidence booster there on its own. Yeah. But um, I've had some people reach out to me a little on everything. Some people have requested me to make mer- merchandise for them. Mm-hmm. And I, had done a, what's it called? Colored contacts promotions. Right. A few right. times for my videos. I can see where that and would just fit your fangs. Here and there like that. I can see where the colored contacts would fit your fangs. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. You get you some nice red <laughs> eyes and you're, you're rocking and rolling. That's cool. And that's what I had mentioned about Jonathan Dewatt. He, uh, he uses colored contacts almost 24-7, he says. He goes out in public with them and they're this bright purple. And it's very, um, off, not off-putting, it's very, uh, it, it grabs your attention. That's where I was trying to go with that. So do you have any future plans for expanding your brand? Do you consider yourself a brand? I hope to one day get um, to become a brand and just like, I want to grow on the platform even more to where maybe I could expand and grow more on the platform and maybe spread a little more around just um, get more into the social media business. I got you. Okay. So extend to other platforms as well. Have you heard yeah. of uh, Have you heard of Byte? I have. It's like um, it's kind of like reanimating Vine, right? Yeah, it's Vine 2.0 is what they're saying. Uh, I downloaded it the other day. I'm checking it out, but uh, again, now I'm gonna have to find me some Byte influencers to figure out how to make this thing work. <laughs> so you know, we 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 scratch each other's back. You you tell me how to do it, and I'll I'll put you out there, and I'll make you a uh, well. You're already a star, so I can't <laughs> do that. But what other platforms are, do you participate on? And do you have a platform where you outperform your your audience on TikTok? No, uh, TikTok is my highest audience right now. I am on another platform called Livit, which is just a live streaming platform where I can always interact with everyone that I try and get for my TikTok because I used to do a lot of lives on TikTok. And now with this new live streaming app, it's it gives a little bit more access to more variety. Mm-hmm of people around the world. So I'm trying to tell them to, to see me on there. Cause I live stream almost every day on that platform. So it's a good thing for people who want to talk to me and just like interact and see 
try to figure out my secrets for this TikTok world. Exactly. I'm trying to pick your brain right now. So, you know, that's interesting, too, that Livit is a, a platform that I'm probably going to need to look, check out because I go live every day on Facebook. I do, uh, I call it 10 minutes in where I just come on Facebook live. I do 10 minutes, talk about podcasting or whatever happens to be on my mind. You know, of course, we've been referencing Kobe the past couple of days. Uh, just you name it. We talk about everything. And sometimes I have a topic. Sometimes I just get on there and bitch. I mean, this is all. So, <laughs> but uh, it, it, the live it, that might be uh, something that I need to look into. Is that something that's geared more towards the younger crowd, too? Because I noticed, you know, I mean, let's just be honest. Social media is really a younger person's game. And when I said Facebook Live, you're like, dude, that's so, you know, 10 years ago. And I understand that. That's cool. But it still, it reaches my audience because that's where all the old people hang out, right? Is on <laughs> Facebook. All you cool people, you all hang out down low on the on the, on the the TikToks and the Livets and whatnot. How many people do you think are on, on Livet? Is that, is it growing or is it already? It's growing. It, um, it's been in the U.S. for a little bit now. It's kind of still being introduced to U.S. audience because it originated in um, Asia. Okay. I think I believe it started in Taiwan. So it just crossed over right now to the U.S. So it's becoming one of those growing platforms. Well, and that's kind of like like Bit or Byte or whatever that is because that. Yeah. Or, no, I take that back. Was it? It was Musically, and then somebody bought it. Somebody in China bought Musically and changed it to TikTok. Is that right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I, I I thought that happened before. So a lot of these platforms, man, that's where they start, and they get mm -hmm. prolific over there. And then we go, oh, that's kind of cool. Let's do that too. That'd be kind of fun. I feel like I'm being left out. You see that with other <laughs> platforms? Oh yeah. That's so, why it was cool when I heard that um, Live It Too was so new. Right. So it's like it's one of those platforms that you can see has potential of growing, and you kind of want to be one of those first ones on there, so you can start growing already. So what do you look for when you find a new platform? It, obviously you're using Livit. Uh, how did you find out about Livit and what made you go, okay, this is where I need to be. I, um, I found Livit through, um, through, uh, clicks talent, the agency I'm with it's, um, Abe, Abraham and, uh, Rafi told me about it. Uh, was giving me stuff about it. And I was like, wow, that sounds really interesting. And it, it is, it's really cool. It has a lot of, uh, interesting factors to it. There's all kinds of cool animations you can activate in it and stuff. So right on. I um I really love the style. I really look forward to apps that have a unique style or twist on them. Right, right, right. I dig that. And it, here's the thing that really gets me: you're 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 a TikTok influencer, and you're with a talent agency. Were you with a talent agency before you were a TikTok influencer? Definitely not. <laughs> So did they reach out to you and go, hey, we can make you even a, a bigger TikTok influencer uh, as one of our clients? Yeah, they uh, they reached out to me and they wanted um, me to sign with them so they could try and get me more promotion, more deals, stuff like that to try and get me more out there. Right, right, right. More exposed. That is too cool, man. I cannot believe uh, that talent agents are, are reaching out and bringing in so many different individuals that are doing similar things, but in their own way. And that is, that's, it's the fact that TikTok has a talent agency that reps it is that's insane to me. That's crazy. So did they reach out to you? Like, I don't know if you had like five followers, did they reach out? Cause I mean, I'm trying, you know, I want to, I want to get picked up. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I started getting reached out. I think when I was, I was about at my 400 K mark. So 
took a little bit of growing, but yeah. See, okay, so how, man? Come on, let's let's, let's get to the secret <laughs> sauce. Now, how'd you do it? I mean, seriously, how did it? How long have you been doing it now? You you said you were doing it when you were in high school. So, are we talking several years of building the platform to where you're at today, or several months? Uh, I've heard of some jumping on, I don't know, uh, mid last year and just crushing it. Or did it take a little bit of time to to lay a foundation and build on? Yeah, that's a, that's a cool thing about TikTok is you can just you have a good, good idea and you could blow up. You know, you could become really hot right away on on the platform. I started in 2018. Yeah, so it took me a couple of months. I just started just to have fun and you know do a bunch of random videos. You know, and, and um, it's around the same time that I had the idea with the fangs. Right, right, right. And one of the videos I made blew up. I think it was the first one um, that went, I think a mini viral for me. The first one that ever got like a lot of views was like, I had like, I think 20 K likes. Okay. Okay. So 20 K like, okay, is I, like something I could brag about. I can go, Oh, I've got a video with 20 K on it. And uh, that'd be like some bragging rights for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I could get into this. And that's what I've always really loved is the video creating stuff. I love the, um, especially with, I think TikTok or musically at the time too, with the audios, it kind of opens the doors to different stuff. Like it was, there's, there wasn't anything else before that you could, you know, use the audio and make like your own little mini music video or just style for it. That's something that gets me and, too, is that we use, or you can use uh, up-to-date music on the, on the platform and you're not violating any copyright laws. There's no copyright infringement going on there. That's something that's really stumped me too. I don't know if TikTok invested in the licensing for the songs or do you have any idea how that's, how that came about? They probably had to, yeah, uh, license with some of the stuff because I noticed on some of the audios, when you find them, if they're an official song or sometimes, sometimes after you post them, the audios could get copyrighted or taken down. So I think TikTok has to invest in some, you being able to actually use the audios. So now when you, when you use the audios, is that something that you just pick from, from TikTok's uh, list of hits or is it something like you pick your favorite song and you, and you put it out there? Or I saw you did a Bruce Almighty clip where you had seven fingers and that was really cool. Uh, I, those types of things I would assume are, are, are you know, it's, it's IP that's out there. Um, obviously, it's not getting taken down. Is, are there any rules or, or, or anything that we could know about so we could avoid getting our stuff taken down? Or do you just kind of kind of roll the dice, see what happens? Uh, sometimes sometimes you get a little random video that you don't know why it was taken down, but it kind of has like those basic rules of uh, no real weapons, no uh, indecent exposure, stuff like that. Right, right. It used to be a thing, I think, with... Um, Profanities and cussing, but now I think they're more relaxed on that one. See, or so I, I'm assuming now that I see on TikTok. Well, yeah, I mean, I watched like five of your videos and you were cussing up a storm. I was like, I don't know if I want her. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She was not cussing up a storm. She, I don't know that I ever heard her speak until uh, we, we connected here this evening. So no cussing on Alexis, uh, her TikTok. So that's cool. I don't hear a lot of speaking in TikTok. Usually it's, it's not even usually. I don't know that I've seen a video that has somebody just talking and be using their voice. Uh, usually it's set to music or movie clips or something along those lines, sound bites of some sort. Are there videos out there? Do you have any videos where you're talking? I personally don't. 
I, um, I actually, despite being on a video creator, like on social media, I'm actually a really big introvert. I'm very quiet and shy. Right. But I've seen other people um, where they will talk and they'll tell stories or they'll tell jokes using their own voices and stuff. Yeah. And they'll do um, story times of like saying of an event that happened or something that's crazy that happened. And there's um, there's a few every now and then okay. that you can find. Just not that common. No, not too common. But you know what is common is to find someone like yourself that is relatively introverted, but madly creative and expressive in a platform environment, whether it be on stage, whether it be on an application, whether it be in a podcast. Uh, I'm much more expressive, although I'm always loud. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm much more expressive when I'm in the studio as compared to out and about, especially if I'm in an environment of, of like peers, you know, if I'm, if I'm with people that yes. I can look to my right and go, that person is doing better than me. They know more than me. And Oh, that oh, <laughs> I'm the worst in the room. You know, you instantly think that even if you're not, you know, I just get this, I just get this crushing, overwhelming feeling of, of what I call and what is commonly called imposter syndrome. Do, have you ever felt that, like, you know, who do I think I am making this video? Yeah, I can't put this out there. Uh, they're going to think that I'm this and that. So is, is that is anything that you've ever had to deal with? Yeah, I always um, kind of have that feeling inside, especially when uh, people I, I knew personally started finding my account on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, gosh, they're watching my videos. This is this is going to be a rough week. Because it's just like that little worrisome of like what they actually think of what my stuff is. Right, Especially right. Especially kind of the new stuff when I started the vampire things. They're like, so, the fangs, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a, a holdover from Twilight, right? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I was totally just playing there. <laughs> but I, I can see where people would come at you like that. Especially, you know, so many people uh, uh, are envious of success that they have to try to tear it down. And that's where I was curious as to whether or not uh, do you have the haters that you have to deal with? How do you weed those out? You know, uh, I assume I have to assume there's probably some creepers that are out there that are hitting you with messages saying some really weird, jerk, messed up stuff. Uh, how do you deal with that kind of negativity? And I've often said you couldn't if I was a young lady, I could not deal with what I see my female friends dealing with on social media. I, I would just lose it. I'd be like, what, who would do that? I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I know I couldn't. So how do you, I, I'm a, uh, let's back it up and say, do you have that, that you deal with? And if so, how? Luckily I don't have that much hate on my page, but when I do get those few um, hate comments, or I had one video that kind of went viral and a lot of it was hate comments because it was off of a um, video game, video uh, streamers. Uh, well, who was it? It was Swagger Souls. Okay. I don't know if you know the YouTuber. Um, it was one of his audio clips and everyone, I don't know why they were mad. I like, I didn't tag him in the audio. So they're like, you don't know him. You don't deserve this audio. Stuff like that. They're just like kind of stupid to be mad about. But when I get those hate comments, I just, I feel it's best to ignore them. Because right. then I feel like I'm kind of fueling their fire. Of course. Of course. You know, and, and I think it's kind of validating, right? Regrettably, mm -hmm. I say this <laughs> I say this in complete jest, but regrettably, my podcast has no bad reviews on iTunes. 
So, uh, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm not really real unless I get me a hater. So if anybody's listening right now that, <laughs> that wants to be a hater. I am legit. Yeah, man. Hook me up. Drop me a message. Sign up for the podcast. Go out leave me a bad message. I would love it. That'd be great. I'd be like, yes, I made it. I'm at the top of the charts. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Alexis, tell me, man, what, what would be your, if somebody wanted to get started on TikTok, regardless of who they are, and we're not going to try to f- focus in on the 47-year-old fat white dude demographic. Uh, or we can, if you're taking a subtle hint, um, but how, how would you recommend somebody get started? I say you just start if, um, do what you do, what you enjoy doing on the videos that you want to create. If you have a certain type of niche that you want to have, like if you do cosplay, go all out with it, have fun with it, always have fun in your videos and try and find the uniqueness in them. Um, if you have any special talents, always show them off. People love stuff that is different. And if, um, when you're first starting on the platform, if you want to get noticed, it's best to kind of come out with a lot right away. Cause when I first started, I, um, I was posting, I think a minimum of two videos a day. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I did that for a while before a few of them started getting noticed. And then once you start, if you start building a little thing, then you can start, um, kind of not having to be as, uh, what's, um, as consistent or as often yeah. or yeah. Well, like at that much. Yeah. Cause now I still have to post, I feel like one a day just to sure, sure. let everyone know there. But once you get a consistent flow, you, um, once you get an audience that engages with you, you want to be, you want to talk to them too. So I feel like that's another thing too, that this app has is it's cool. I always like to engage with my comment section. Okay. You know, but I don't, I don't, I don't like that feeling of people, especially if it's not like that big and someone asks you a question and you just like ignore it. Like I'm too, I'm too good for your comments. Right. That's cool. It's cool that you do that because I mean, that's one of the tricks of the trade. And for folks that are listening to the episode, I preach that all the time, even with podcasting, both you release, if you're starting a podcast, you'll launch five to seven episodes right out of the gate. Give your audience some content that they can grab hold of and they can get lost in for a little bit. Make sure they know who you are and you know who they are and you're really reaching your 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 uh, demographic there that you're after. So that is very, very similar in the podcasting space, being consistent and constantly generating content. I can't tell you, Alexis, how this show blew up once I started doing uh, live video every night. Now, is that a commitment? Dang right it is. That's a, that's a commitment. Sometimes I get home from work and I'm like, I don't want to go do live. I ain't got no energy. And people expect me to be a certain way, you know, all lively and, and loud. And But it makes all the difference in the world. And, you're, you you know, it's kind of like you, you plant a seed and you, you have to water it every day and you have to take care of it and you have to nurture it. It's the same way with, with, a, with a podcast or a, a TikTok account or anything like that. Yeah. You always have to stay consistent with it, especially if you want to try and like really your goal is to make it get really big on the platform uh-huh. is the best thing is to stay consistent and you can t- just show that you're having fun in the videos and creativity. Cause you can tell in a video when it, um, when someone really enjoys it and how much work they put into it, even if it's just, um, simple, simple lip sync of an audio, right? people can find ways to like, morph them just nail the lip syncing 
do the expressions, make something a little bit different from it. Right, right. And like, for instance, your your mirror video, Can You Fake It, I think was the song that it was to. And dude, that video, I was like, she made this on her phone? This is insane. I can't, how did she possibly do it? And I was going through some of the ways that I know to make TikTok videos. And I'm going, okay, that wouldn't work there. Like, how would that happen? No, you can't do that. That was an amazing video. I probably watched it 10 times because it was just, you went in, you were definitely committed to what you were doing and you were, you were intent on creating quality content and you, you did, you didn't hold back at all. And that was a phenomenal video. I loved that one. Thank you. Yeah, man, for sure. So what, as we start to wrap this up, what is your long-term goal and maybe even why? I think that. Uh, my generation especially go, why? why? You know, because when Facebook first started making its way into the, the older scene, everybody's taking a picture of their lunch, right? I mean, everybody was posting food pictures. <laughs> but look All what I'm eating today. Yeah, I'm eating tacos from Taco Bell. I'm so ooh, unique. This is great. And that guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it yeah. was like, there's no point to that. So what is your goal and what do you see as the end game on TikTok? I really... um I want to keep expanding and growing on TikTok. I've I recently branched out to different styles of videos that I've really gotten into. So I just want to kind of expand on my abilities of what I can do and what I can create. I um in the overall thing, I love the engagement. I've always I've always loved this type of stuff, this creativity platforms mm-hmm. where you can do anything, make any different type of style and I um I love the reactions I get from people, it makes it really, cause it's, it's fun making the videos, but when you see some comments, it really kind of makes your day because there's been a few uh, comments that are say like, Hey, I was having a bad day, but I watched your video and it made me smile today. Yeah. Yeah. That's- and that's the biggest thing I love is that my stuff can help put a smile on someone's face that maybe it wasn't there before yet. See, and that, that sounds like you're, you're you're doing it for the right reasons. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. in, in the half hour we've been talking, you seem very humble, even though you are so big on the platform. Uh, you you just seem very gracious about getting where you're at on the platform, and I feel like that's genuine. And not only do I see that in your TikTok videos, I see that here today. So. Alexis, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I think we learned a lot. I think we got some quality takeaways out of this deal. Uh, your name on TikTok is at short X stuff. Is that correct? That is correct. I hope so, because I'm staring at it right now. I'm like, uh, I'm <laughs> reading it. I cheated. So, But anyhow, Alexis, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another awesome episode of the Readily Random Podcast. Alexis Romero really brought it today with her TikTok information. I'm telling you, this young lady is going places on the platform. And all we're trying to do is kind of maybe jump on them coattails and ride them a little bit. You know, just get some of that inside information so we can we can get on the TikTok, too. So I think TikTok is a very valuable platform. I think it's an avenue for you to achieve new levels of success, reach new audiences, and it even has an entrepreneurial uh, perspective to it. You can take your brand and your message and put it on TikTok and promote your business via TikTok. Just get a little creative. And I think that's where we struggle so much is people have a hard time getting creative. Just be creative. Go on the interwebs. Look up some stuff. Get inspired. Listen to music. Listen to the top 10 hip-hop songs. I know, I know, I know. I love hip-hop, but not this new stuff, this, this scatter rap or whatever they call it these days, those wacky kids and their wacky rap music. 
But no. <laughs> said that on purpose, Alexis. So, anyhow, y'all just check it out, man. I really appreciate everybody stopping by listening to another episode. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Y'all take care. Bye. You could be larger than-